Hi, welcome to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, and joining me today is Marla Diane of MarlaDiane.com. And she helps her clients collapse the time frame of raising their revenues while leveraging their business in a way that does not burn them out by following their joy, intuition, and working in their zone of genius more often. Now, today we're discussing achieving one year of goals in six weeks. Life is too short. Trying to run a business and balance what you love. I'm your host, Brittany Parks, a former corporate marketing drone and certified life coach turned mompreneur who got fed up with the mom guilt that comes from trying to have the perfect work-life balance. Why can't we have a fit life and a fit business? I'm here to make it easier to be your own boss and enjoy your life. Tune in every Thursday for new episodes. We're going all in with interviews with industry leaders, entrepreneurs, risk takers, coaches, and side hustlers, along with solo episodes with yours truly to provide actionable tools, tactics, processes, and even case studies so you can discover how to create, maintain, and or grow a total fit lifestyle you deserve. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Welcome to the show, Marla. Thank you so much. And when you say it that way, I'm like, oh, tell me. Thank you for having me. Yes, we are so glad to have you here. We are excited about getting one year of goals completed in six weeks. So many of us have already flopped on our goals. And you have seen this time and time again. Marla, what can we do? Help us out. Of course, it's a conversation. Let's talk to Amanda. Okay. All right. There's specific things that happened to me. And when I've had you know, 25 some odd years of being a creative entrepreneur of two businesses. So goodness sakes, I definitely have had my ups and my downs. Amen. And so I came up with this because of my own breakdown to breakthrough experience, one of many. And so let's, how about if we go with that kind of backstory that leads me to then the three things that are important to help you achieve your one-year goals in six weeks, yeah? Yes, that sounds great. Okay, yes. Right. Awesome. And I know, ladies and gents, those of you that are you know listening to this wonderful podcast, and I know you come back each week for these things. And what's most important is the story, right? Stories are what really tell the life lessons. Yeah. Mm. So what happened in, as I said, there were many things over the 20 some odd years I've been doing this, but what was really a profound one that led to this is in 2017, I was nine years in my 13 years of coaching. And I'll tell you something, I was burned out. Yeah. I was burned out. I'm like all of you out there. You're, we're high achieving entrepreneurs, professionals. And I loved, love, and still do coaching. It was how I was running my business. I was running my business. Now, I never go without a coach, so it wasn't a lack of being coached. I There's no way I would have gotten to where I am today without the coaches, and I will never go without a coach. So the challenge was the industry, right? The coaching industry was evolving, uh, and most of my colleagues <clears throat> had the same experience I did where we hit a burnout. We hit a wall. 
because it was all about, and I'll explain a little bit more throughout our, our talk here, this is not gender, this is just a an energy and a way to categorize activities and traits. Everything was very masculine. The funnels, the marketing, the emails, the everything that we all learned about online marketing, because I started my business in 2008 when it was all brand new and everybody was learning the importance of social media and conversion of that and email marketing and you know click funnels and all those things right mm -hmm. where we got away from the coaching and it was all about the market and so by the time i was nine years into this i literally it's like where are my dreams who am i i want to make money with joy instead of feeling like it's such a hustle all the friggin time we are I'm so done with the hustle culture so yes. done with the hustle culture and so that's what happened is I hit the burnout and I went, okay, I got to hire my coach. I got to figure out how to recover my dreams and how to make money with joy and yes. how to really honor the feminine of me, the feminine arts and not live in my masculine so much. Because what I coach to this day, what we're talking about right now is having a masterful blend, everybody, men too but this is mostly speaking to our women, is that having the masterful blend of the masculine and the feminine, okay? So the story went like this, is I was highly burned out because I was living and operating in my masculine probably 90% of the time. And the masculine means the logical, the linear, the functional, the money-making, the goal setting, the you know predictability, the structure, the systems. Yes. That's masculine. Yes. We must have that. But when women, and now I'm just speaking to the women, we must have a balance of the two because we are innately built to intuit. We're innately built to be obviously creative emotional, playful, spiritual, circular, dynamic, vulnerable, those connectors, right? Collaborators, relationships, that's feminine. Yes. And yes. what happens is when we operate too much in the function, the intellect, the logical, the money-making, all of that, we literally shut down and our heart and our intuition shuts down. Mm -hmm. And that's one of our most powerful ways to be an empowered woman in business is to run first by your intuition and then take the action with the masculine. And we've not been taught, nor have we been in inspired or encouraged to operate from our intuition first, which is our best, best advice, our best place to find what are the, what do I need to be doing in this situation? Don't go to your head. That's your logical. What's going to be best suited for you is your intuition. My point is that all gets shut off and shut down when we live too often in what the masculine and there's not a good balance. And guess what? We burn out. And that's what happened to me. So I hired my coach who specializes in all sorts of lifestyle, travel, coaching, take it on the road type of thing. And I had this long time dream that I wasn't honoring, my desire, I should say, to live and work here in the United States and to also live and work in Italy. Hmm. I always had a love of Italy. And I, for 20 years as a parent, single mom, 
running my PR business, which was my business prior to the coaching business, ran that out of my home so I could raise him. He's now 30, super proud of the guy. Wow. Um, yeah. And I literally had this dream that I've always had love of all things Italy, all things Italian. And I wanted through the years to actually be able to travel there, work there, work here. I wasn't looking to be an expat. So anyway, that was one of my dreams. And she, in my, I hired her for an intensive, a one-on-one -on -one private intensive to recover those dreams, recover dreams, period. And again, make money with joy. She pulled that out of me. She says, what, what's, tell me what's going on with this Italy and how long have you had this dream? this desire and I explained it to her and so forth. Long story short, after four hours of <laughs> laughing, crying, defining, she says, all right, you're going to Florence, Italy for a month. I said, wow, okay, all right, <laughs> sounds great. What do we do? And so I walked away from that intensive flying higher than a, we had spelled out every detail about what I needed for that month long stay. Airbnb, what's it gonna cost? Flights, what's it gonna cost? What is it, what do you need to do at home to make sure dog's taken care of, the house is taken care of, et cetera, et cetera. And 45 days later, Brittany, I took off for Rome and Florence, Italy. And I had the time of my life. And what happened was my own eat, pray, love journey. I went myself, first time ever to Italy and went myself planned everything. I didn't just fly by the wind. I definitely planned everything, but I got to finally do the dream. Had my laptop and I literally worked my coaching business from beautiful Florence, Italy, while I also went to wine tours and the Italian Riviera and walking the piazza and going to the local grocery store, living like an Italian. And everything <laughs> changed from the inside out. Wow. From that point on, 2017, it was pre-Florence Marla and after Florence Marla. And it completely changed everything about me from the molecular, cellular level to the physical outside level. Mm. Because I finally honored my desire, my feminine Right? That's a feminine, by the way, everybody, is desires. My creative achievement formula, which is part of this, how do you get these one-year goals in six weeks, is that you first put, and this may sound a little odd to, to y'all, is that you first put in the formula your desires plus your goals equals your results. And how we've been trained, no fault of anybody's, not good, bad, just different, is that how we've been trained is to only go after our goals, which are masculine, and then you'll get your result. But for women, what we must honor, because it's who we are, it's how we're wired, is to honor our desires first. Yes. The desires fuel the goals to get done. Does that make sense? Exactly. That's what happened to me. I finally honored my desire that I'd had for so long and I put it on the shelf and I did not really, I made excuse after excuse mindset, mm -hmm. why I couldn't get there, why I couldn't do it. And when I finally did it, it changed the entire landscape of my mindset, how I operated. I came back a month later, not only did I restructure everything in my business and only did things that brought me joy instead of what I thought I had to do, okay, I literally, yeah set that requirement. 
I'm only going to do what I love to do. I already did try this and this after nine years being in the business. No, I'm not going to do that. And I'm not going to do that. That just frustrates the anatomy. Not, I will do this and that. I became the joy in my business. Plus I rebranded, did a photo shoot while I was in Florence. The whole thing was hum hugely life-changing because I was willing to honor my desires for that fueled then the goals, the actions to get the result I wanted. So that's what then kicked off. Wow, okay, I can teach this. But I want other women, you know, entrepreneurs, to really understand this whole masculine feminine principle, right? Again, not gender specific, but just activities and how to have a masterful blend of the two so that you don't go into burnout and that you honor your desires as part of your, your results plan, okay? You don't just go for the goals. And here's the other piece to this too, is, and you may have heard this in other places, I am not a believer in massive action. I'm a believer in inspired action. Mm. Massive action, everybody. Okay, I love Tony Robbins. I went to all of his seminars. I love him, but I'm not gonna take massive action. That's masculine. That's gonna burn me out. But what will keep me going is inspired action. That which comes from my intuition and that which I do self-care along the way to the goal. Gotcha. Massive action is do whatever it takes at the expense of your well-being to get it done. That's masculine. Men can do that. Fantastic. And they do it beautifully. You know what, ladies? We're not wired that way. And stop telling yourself that you are because you're not. What right. you're wired to do is to be inspired as in listen to your intuition, right? Listen to the self-care that needs to happen along the way. Our empowered feminine is to do the self-care, lean back, receive support, receive the self-care, do what you need to do to replenish, and then get back to work. Right. Yes. Yes. So you were able to achieve one year in six weeks when you were in, in Italy. So not only was I, but clients thereafter. So an example, I'll give you a couple of quick examples yeah, of clients that were able to achieve specifically pretty darn quickly what they thought. And this is the human condition. We think in practical steps, oh, it's going to take a year to get this done. Says who? Hey, who are you listening to? Right? Mm -hmm. When you partner with, and I'm leading to the stories, is that number one, when you partner with universal law, those of you that are out there that believe in metaphysics and believe that which and feel we create, we partner with universal law, which is our sixth sense, which is out there, everything is made of energy, is that when we put out there that vision, that as if it's already complete, not I hope I will, but mm -hmm. it is, it's done, right? Along with then this other piece, change and recalibrate and transform your relationship with money. This is all part of the strategies and how to achieve this year goal in six weeks because mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, it's a money goal. And right. when we transform our relationship with money from, and I'm talking habit, behaviors and belief systems that were all imprinted and adopted from childhood is that when we are able to recalibrate that, which is one of my specialties in 
coaching every entrepreneur I ever support and serve is that when we let go of all of those adopted beliefs, which are lies, their judgments about money is innocent, and we go into the truth about money, which is money is a blessing, money is a tool for, to, for goods and services, right? And it's money is to fund our dreams and desires. And money is an energy. It's a high energy because it's also an energy like everything else. So it's with those four truths about money, everything else is a judgment that mankind puts on money. Right. When, yeah. when we're able to shift that right, and hold money in our thoughts, in our visions as a blessing and abundance, and we believe in wealth consciousness and so forth, we're able to then collapse the time frame of what those goals are because you no longer are attached to the functional, practical, predictability approach of life. Does that make sense? Yes, yes. So the story are, here's examples. One of my clients, of many, she was in a six week, my six week pro money program. And she came into it wanting to buy, she was a newlywed, wanting to buy a home with her husband. And she figured, well, by year end, that was her year goal, right? Was to at least have the down payment and to at least have found a home within the year. That was her year end goal. Three weeks into the program, not only did she find the house, but by the end of the program, six weeks, using all the pieces I just mentioned here, not only did they have the deposit paid, but they had the house in escrow. This was not a year. This was six weeks. And this was the beginning of the year, January. By June, they had moved into their new home and they've been there now a year and a half. So what, what actually did happen in that scenario? Mainly about her relationship with money. She had, and this is one of the challenges that many women have, is we don't understand our value our self-value and our worth. Every woman that comes into my coaching and I serve them, every, I'd say again, nine out out of 10, they don't have their worth, their self-worth around money because we're typically not raised to be powerful with money. And as a result, we don't know our numbers and we don't have empowering money conversations because we don't have a relationship with money that makes sense to us. And it makes sense to us to feel the value, feel who we are, what we bring to the table, how we operate with money, because men are wired very differently to be very black and white and linear. It's really easy. Men aren't attached to money. We are. We're emotional creatures. And if somebody tells a woman not to be emotional with money, I'm going to go lock them in a closet. And you know what, Marla, it's really funny because I told you and my loyal listeners know that I'm a recovering perfectionist and yes. And so many women and even kids and teens today, as a matter of fact, a recent study says two in five kids and teens are perfectionists. And it's crazy because we're living in a world where with society and social media and all of these things, we need to bam, get this done, do this, be there, do, you know, have this look, have do all of these things and be perfect. Now, a lot of people get confused and think that perfect, but that perfectionism means that it's all across your entire life. That's not the case. It could just be with money or it could just be in your business. Yeah. 
be in your home. What are your thoughts as far as being a perfectionist and procrastinating and not moving into this one year uh, in six weeks? I'm going to go back to the masculine feminine principle is that perfectionism, you said it's all about productivity. Mm-hmm. Productivity can be done in many ways. Mm-hmm. But productivity in the way that it, it, it sounds is it's all masculine, massive action, get it done. And if you can't get it done, then you're not perfect. It comes from a very masculine approach where it leads to burden. Mm-hmm. So the productivity, absolutely, we can be pr- productive by leaning back and receiving and being open to receiving rather than always doing. Right, yeah. So there's a lot of different ways to be productive without this, well, perfectionism, and since that's one of your, you know, expertise, and I know your audience is really into Perfectionism is just complete self-criticism. Right. It's just, you're not enough to yourself. And so the other piece to be able to understand the importance of transforming your relationship with money. is stopping the inner critic. Now, how do we do that? Yes, is transforming your relationship with money because here's what goes on. It's very all-inclusive. It's the rising tide lifts all ships. In other words, I use, right, the transformation of your money relationship to transform all parts of your life. In other words, is if we have, let's say, We cave into discounts. That's a boundary issue. It's also a self-worth issue. If we cave into discounts, guess what? (laughs) And you transform that and realize, wait a minute, somebody else's money story has nothing to do with my worth and my value. Yeah. If you get to that point, which all my clients do and they transform, that's how they increase their revenues like crazy, is that when they realize in that sales scenario that they're value and their worth has nothing to do with somebody else's money stuff that they can stand on their rates and they can stand on their value and they won't get they won't buckle so my point is that's a boundary issue that gets transformed and so through your transformation of your money relationship all other parts of your life also there's other parts of your life that you have boundary issues with whether it's relationships whether it's with yourself, right, right? There's other areas that you have boundary challenges with that also gets transformed because now you have this new confidence, right? You have this new self-worth and this new self-love. Yes. And so without it points back to procrastination and the perfectionism, that's a way to heal. It's a mm. beautiful healing of that inner critic. Right. Because it's about self-worth and self-value. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Marla, you have given us so much and such an insight on our masculine habits. A lot of times that so many of us have, that's really holding us back, which brings me to one of my favorite parts of the show, which is called the mentoring moment segment. Mm -hmm. And it's where we go in a little bit deeper just to get more from you and your expertise. So Marla, if you could go back and tell yourself anything just five years ago, what advice would you give yourself? Oh my gosh, that's an easy one. <laughs> now that I've evolved to where I <laughs> think, thank you, goodness, I found this. And it came from, of course, my my mentor, my coach. It's all about the intuition. 
is that when we learn as again this is for women men you absolutely have intuition and i really honor when you honor that is when we use i should say when we strengthen and trust to listen to our intuition first and then use our intellect our logical to figure out the actions to follow that guidance now you have a life that you're meant to live. Yes. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. No, it's very powerful because I think sometimes we look for so much more. Look for, okay, steps one, two, three, four, five. And that's what we look for. And it's so funny because Marla, when we got started and we were going to talk about this subject, my masculine mind peeped out and was like, okay, these are going to be steps of how to achieve six weeks in six weeks, what, what would normally take a year of goal for your goals. And that's not what, that's not what your answer was. Your answer was a lot more sensitive and emotional versus Okay, so you get up in the morning, you do this and you do that and you do this. You basically said, and just summing things up and you can do a better job than I can, basically listening to your joy and moving on it, being intuitive and actually saying, you know what, go this way. No, that's not comfortable for me. That's not where I feel that I am going to have joy. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to move into my, to, to what really makes me feel good instead of doing all of these things that make me feel weighed down and, and and buried in stress. And so then I could be free and I can think more clearly and say, you know what, now this is not so hard. I can get these things done when I thought they were impossible or it was going to take me a full year to get it done. Perhaps a hundred percent. Thank you for acknowledging that. Yeah. It's what I just heard was a lot of have tos. A mm, bunch of yes. have tos. And that's why I hit burnout because I did a bunch of things I thought I had to do. Yes. I, yes, we all do. But, but you don't have to. That's yes. my point is yes. when you come from a place of, and that's my lead word every year is joy. Follow your joy. Yes. yes. Follow your joy is not a hyperbole. Yes. Follow your joy is a serious life metric. Yes, totally. Without a doubt. And I think that just listening to you in the show, so many people are going to you know, walk away and, and have a different thought and they are going to want to reach out to you. Please yeah. let everyone, we're going to have your information in the show notes, but please let everyone know your favorite places to be contacted. Sure. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Yeah. What I have put together for you and all uh, your listeners is you can go to marladiane.com forward slash special. And again, that'll be in the show notes. And what I have there is you can sign up for a 30, just an exploratory call about anything that came up for you in this episode. And we'll just get to know each other and see what kind of golden nuggets can come out of that phone call. And then I have three downloads for you to choose. You can have all three, one or two, doesn't matter. One of them is your path to higher earning, which is about the whole money relationship thing I just talked about. The next one is my top recommended success books. These are ones over the last 20 years that, that I feel are the most transformational. And then your the 10, I love this one because I, I coach a lot of creatives. 
10 fun ideas to feed your creativity. So if you go there, you are welcome to jump into any one of those. Okay, great guys. That is all great information. And I cannot wait for you to dig in deeper with Marla and really find joy in your life. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks everybody. As always, thanks for listening. And if you got value out of the show, please show us some love and rate us by going to ratethispodcast.com backslash Total Fit Boss Chick. You're listening to the Total Fit Boss Chick Podcast. Bye for now.